This is the Bates Bobcast, our weekly podcast where we take a look at the week that was in Bates Athletics. My name is Aaron Morse, and each week this spring, we will be honoring the seniors of a Bates team that did not get to finish its season due to the COVID-19 pandemic. This week, we chat with four seniors from the women's track and field team, plus an interview with head coach Jay Hartshorn. That's coming up on the Bates Bobcast. The Bates women's track and field team qualified six student athletes for the 2020 NCAA Indoor Championships. But the COVID-19 pandemic caused the NCAA to cancel nationals the day before the Bobcats were scheduled to compete in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Of the six women's track and field athletes supposed to compete at NCAAs, two were seniors, Paige Rabb and team captain Megan Seymour. This week, they joined the Bobcast on the phone, along with senior captains Olivia LaMarche and Ashley Pratt. Megan, we haven't got a chance to speak with you on the Bobcast yet, but you're a senior captain. I just kind of want to know a little bit about your background well, what made you want to come to Bates in the first place and, you know, your thoughts, you know, on your career here in track and field? Yeah, of course. So I looked at a bunch of small liberal arts schools, um, and I think that Bates just stood out to me when I came back for um, the, like, revisit day. And everyone was really nice, and um, I actually um, had lunch with the team, and they all seemed – um, really passionate about um, all the different academics that they did and also about um, their sport. And I think that that really drew me to Bates. And yeah, so looking back on my four years here at Bates, um, at Trek um, specifically, I've um, grown a lot as um, a person and as a runner. I was actually talking to a couple of the coaches post um, COVID-19 pandemic, like, closure of the season and looking back at my first race and I ran 10 seconds slower than the last race that I ran so I think that it's just been a really great time of of like hard work and um, seeing that pay off this season in particular. Certainly and Paige I know we spoke earlier in the year you had some goals in terms of some records you wanted to break and I believe you achieved those right I mean tell us about your senior year I mean it seems like you really put it all together this season didn't you? Yeah so Coming back this year was amazing. I, like, never had so much fun being on this team. And I think that my teammates really helped me push and do the things and help me accomplish the things that I wanted to do. Like, I really wanted to be Izzy's record at BU. And um, just being at uh, BU with my teammates um, just really helped me push and uh, make that goal um, and they were all rooting for me, so that just made my confidence go up and just helped me uh, accomplish that. And, Ashley, I'm curious, you know, in the pole vault, uh, I've talked with Coach Harshman about this, how for a couple of years there you were basically the lone pole vaulter, but uh, this year um, on the women's side, this year you had a couple of uh, sophomores pushing you there also. What was that dynamic like here this senior season? Yeah, so my first couple of years we had kind of a pole vault squad, but it was mostly – a handful of guys and myself and so that was definitely felt the most at competitions when I was the only one competing um in the last couple of years having Lily and Lauren around has made practice as well as competing so much more fulfilling and fun um because it takes the pressure off of it if you have two other people there who can kind of work with you and compete with you and they're of course both 
phenomenal athletes as well. And so it's been a lot of fun to be their senior and just kind of watch them grow over the last couple of years and excel the way they have been. You know, they both broke the record this year and have been making a lot of progress. And it's kind of sad that I won't be here next year to watch them, but I'm really excited for what they're going to do in the future. And yeah, so just overall a lot of fun to be around them these past couple of years. And uh, Olivia, tell us about, you know, the senior class time in general. I mean, it's maybe a smaller senior class than some, you know, obviously it's a big track and field roster, but what have you seen from, you know, you know, your teammates and from your perspective as one of the leaders, not only in track and field, but also in cross country, what they've done over the past, you know, four years? Um, I mean, I think it's just been really exciting to watch my class grow over the years and um, just see how, how much um, like faster and stronger the team and our grade has gotten um, just over the past four years. And it's exciting to get to go from cross country to track every year and gain a few more people in the grade. Because um, for cross country, we obviously have fewer people in each grade because we gain so many more when we go to track. And I always look forward to that as we're making that transition, just getting the, um, even though we have a smaller class, just getting the extra people in my grade um, and just having been with them um, since freshman year. And, you know, we've kind of gained and lost a few people along the way, but um, the staples that have been here, um, Paige, Megan, Ashley, Casey, Anais, um, it's just been really incredible um, to get to see, like, practicing day in and day out, to get to see um, that change throughout the four years. And I know um, they've been a huge inspiration to me um, and just a source of consistency as, you know, we're getting new incoming freshmen and seniors are graduating. It's it's really inspiring um, and just comforting to know that these people are still going to be my teammates, like with every year that we come back to track. Certainly. And then to follow up a little bit, how you started on the team, I know Jay talked about this before, but you originally, you know, with women's soccer and you decide to email Jay and say, Hey, I want to be part of cross country. I want to be part of track and field. What was that transition like for you? I mean, you'd run before, but, uh, what was it like to join the team initially back when you were a first year? Yeah, so it was kind of weird. I came in thinking I was going to be playing soccer, and that didn't work out. And so I had run a 4th of July 5K, um, and I I knew that I enjoyed running. And I was like, okay, maybe this is something I want to try out. It looks fun. It's something I've enjoyed in the past. And I'm really super lucky that Jay decided to give me a chance and let me on the team. That is honestly like one of the greatest things that's ever happened to me. And so I remember showing up to the first practice of cross country and I had missed um, preseason. So I was a little bit late to the game and Jay just kind of threw me in. She said, okay, today you're going for a six mile run. They're doing this, just join. Uh, And I just remember being like, okay, I guess this is happening. You know, this is what I wanted. So 
even if it's a little scary, I asked for it, and I'm going to see where it goes. And we did the uh, river run, which is this run that goes down by the river. And I remember the girls were just so nice, and no one questioned kind of why I was there. No one questioned why Jay let me on the team. They just started talking to me and took me under their wing and answered all of my questions and just it was just the greatest feeling to all of a sudden be a part of such an amazing community and just I felt like I was taken under the team's wing and just was part of this amazing team and cross country was just kind of a blur it flew by and it was amazing and then I remember starting track and just being like, wow, like my family just grows and gets bigger. And it was just super exciting having all the track girls join and having, I kind of learned what I was doing a little bit in cross country and then the season ended and I was like, wow, now I have to learn what I'm doing in track. And um, having, there were so many people on the track team that also helped guide me and helped show me the way as I was kind of figuring out the ropes. Um, And it was also just comforting having the other girls in my class that, um, well, some of them hadn't done track before, but a lot of them had done track before, and they also answered my questions. But also just kind of they were going through the same thing of joining a new team, and it was definitely comforting to kind of have people in the same boat. Awesome. And then, Ashley, I'm curious about, you know, you're, you're, you're obviously from green so right down the road what's it like been going to college you know so close to home it was definitely weird at first just because (laughs) I've kind of been driving by Bates my whole life every day and so it was kind of funny to be one of the kids all of a sudden who's like walking across the road and around this area um, as a student but it it surprisingly has felt more like a bubble than I expected it to um, even though I am close to home and home's like a short drive away I do feel like, in a sense, I'm studying in a different state just because I have my little bubble at Bates, and I do feel like it's a completely separate community from the one I grew up in in a lot of ways. Um, And so I remember when I was thinking about Bates and my mom was encouraging me to look into it, thinking that it would be too bizarre to be that close to home. And I was definitely someone who wanted to go far away, but it ended up being a really pleasant surprise, and I like being you know, with the Bates community, first of all, but also being in the Lewiston area has been definitely enjoyable for me. Let's transition to maybe some of your uh, favorite memories on the track and field team in terms of like, I don't know, meets or certain moments. Paige, for you, was it NCAAs your first year? Was it this year breaking the record in terms of something you'll remember 10 years down the road, you think? Oh, that's tough. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I think they're both memorable in different ways. Um, I think my first year my the first time going to NCAA's um outdoor with a four by four was just a good experience. I was kind of overwhelmed. Um <laughs> but I think I would say going to NCAA's this year um was quite exciting um because I had set that goal that I wanted to be there, whether it was with the four by four or an individual and um make, finally making it there was really exciting. Um especially after taking a year off. Um, and I think just being confident um, and being with a lot, with three other girls that I connected with really well um, was amazing. So I'd say that 
this year was more memorable, even though we didn't really get to finish it the way we would would have liked to. Sure. And then, Megan, how about for you? What's maybe the most memorable meet you think? I think that the Maine State meets always stand out to me, um, Mm -hmm. especially this past year. Um, But I think one that actually stands out to me the most would be BU um, on Valentine's this year or when we uh, broke the uh, indoor record. Um, Going into the meet, I remember Jay had us seated like three seconds faster than we ran um, a few weeks earlier at BU, and I was like, I don't know if this is going to happen. Like, that's kind of a really fast time. And then going into the day, that's when Paige um, broke the 600-meter record, and that was super exciting and just made the energy, like, that much more intense and um, inspiring. And then going into um, the relay, I remember we were all four of us talking about how we just wanted to leave it all out there and feel like we were going to die, which is kind of um, (laughs) unique, definitely. the sport but I have the like unique perspective being an anchor so I got to watch all three girls just absolutely crush their legs and um, I think that just like motivated me inspired me to um, do my best and since I was the anchor too the the time was um, more clear um, to Jay and Kurt and so I um, heard Jay on like my final stretch say like this is for the school record Um, (laughs) And I had no idea that we were even close to the school record. I don't think I even knew what the school record was at the time. Um, but I was like, oh, we got, I have to do this for these girls because they just they worked so hard and they really deserve this. Um, and it was also really great, too, because we had a bunch of teammates um, uh, at the meet who stayed to watch who could have gone home. Um, and they spread out all over the track. And there wasn't a spot where you couldn't hear someone yelling for base, yelling your name, which was really great and really motivating. And um, Yeah. Afterwards, when we realized we broke the record, it's just like an awesome feeling. Absolutely. Um, uh, Olivia, how about for you? Most memorable track meet? Yeah, that is a super hard question. So I think for me, um, well, I have two, like kind of my most memorable track meet and then like my most memorable, my most, my most memorable memory um, from track. But sure. for the meet, yeah. So my sophomore year, um, I had missed a lot of indoor, um, kind of battling an injury. Um, We couldn't really figure out what was going on. I had been in a lot of pain, not really able to run. Um, It was kind of just a bummer for indoor. But when um, the outdoor season started, I was able to get back into running. And I had finally had a few weeks of solid training under my belt and we got to, I think it was the first meet of the season. It was at Tuck, um, the first outdoor meet. And, yeah, I had finally been able to do workouts and was just feeling the energy from my teammates going into the outdoor season. And I was able to finally race. And it was just really exciting um, finally getting to get out there, and I ran a 5K, um, which has always been a little weird for me, um, going from the 5K in cross country, which is very different than a 5K in track, Um, Mm. but I just remember my teammates being all around the track, and there were people in the infield and the outfield, and so many fans, and I was just so excited to finally be back out competing in track, because it had been so long 
Um, and, I mean, I don't even remember how I did in the race, but it was just – I remember it just being really fun to be out there running and to be out there competing. And um, there was a big cohort of girls around me that I was running with and um, both teammates and not. And it was just really exciting to be back out there and to have the support of my teammates cheering because it's – I know it can be challenging to cheer for a 5K just because it's so long and it's so many laps. And it's always just so amazing to hear people cheering for all of those laps um, when I know it's, it's – they're, they're probably distracted by their next race and things like that, and yet they're still putting everything into cheering. And um, I just remember being – being really happy and having a lot of fun that day. Um, and then also just something that I will remember for the rest of my life is, so actually the day we found out um, this year that our season was canceled, um, we had we were supposed to have a workout that day, um, the mid-distance and distance crew. And, uh, I mean, all of our coaches were gone at NCAAs at that time. And I just remember talking to all of the girls on the team and being like, you know, our season is canceled. Um, at that point, we we didn't know yet that we were going to have to leave campus. And we are like, you know, we're going to make the most of this. Like, we don't have any competitions anymore, but, you know, we are runners, and that's what holds us together. That's what connects us. So we're going to make the most of it. We're still going to run. We're not going to stop running. And we – still went out and we still did our workout and it was actually my ironically my first workout back after having been injured for a while and it was just an incredible feeling having my teammates and knowing that even though we weren't going to be able to compete anymore we still had that drive and we still had this we still had running that connected us all and it was it was a tough workout, but we all did it, um, and that ended up being my last workout at base with the team, and I'm just really, really glad that we decided to go out and do it, um, and yeah, that's something that I will always remember. Terrific, and Ashley, how about for you? As Megan has said, uh, States this year was definitely a really amazing experience, um, and I'm sure you've heard about it before, but it was just crazy how much energy our team had brought that day um and you know we weren't supposed to do as well as we did and what ended up happening was we scored points in a lot of different places that we might not necessarily have been seated to score points and for me it was just a really really special day because we had a lot of depth of our team in our team meaning that there were people across all different events scoring a single point here and there that made a huge difference in how we finished. Um, And I think it really speaks to, you know, the depth again we have in our team, but also the energy and the commitment a lot of people brought to that meet. And, you know, we had freshmen who were passing people in the last milliseconds of races and it was just a lot of commitment brought by our team that day and very, very special experience just because of how you know how much energy everybody brought and how much everybody cared about doing well and being there for one another um and then 
I think for me personally, something that I'm always going to remember is simply a lot of practicing, um, specifically because vault is very, it's kind of like you're a gym rat when you're practicing and it's a lot of time being upside down and trying new skills and handstands and kind of goofing around to a certain extent uh, during practice. And we've, I just have a lot of fond memories of doing handstand competitions and trying new rope drills and being kind of goofy with my teammates that are very special to me and I think very emblematic of what being a vaulter is like. And so that's kind of a more general memory that I'm definitely going to hold on to. I want to give each of you a chance to share any other thoughts you had about, you know, your time as a, a big track and field athlete um, that we haven't talked about yet. Paige, we'll start with you. I think I'm going to miss it a lot. <laughs> I didn't think I'd miss it as much, but coming back this year just showed me how fun it is and how amazing your teammates are. And just I'm going to miss a lot, the support of the coaches. I know that I'll always have them, but Coach Jay, Coach Art, um, Coach Kurt, Fresh, they're all amazing coaches and just really knew how to brighten up my day at the end of the day when it was when academics was were, um, were over and it was time to focus on sports. So I'll just definitely miss that atmosphere. And I'll definitely miss hurdling because I never got to do that one more time. But, yeah, I'll just miss, I'll just miss the entire team um, because they really just were able to turn my life around this year, even though that sounds corny. But, um, yeah. Team dynamic, obviously, very important. Um, Megan, how about for you? Very similar to Paige. I think that I'm really going to miss the community that um, Bates Track and Field has provided me and, like, the support um, that they've provided me throughout my time at Bates. Um, very similar to, like, what Paige said, like, the amount of times that I, like, walked into Merrill stressed from, like, my day of, like, academics and then left Merrill post-practice um, with a smile on my face, laughing with my teammates, going to dinner. It's, like, just there's been so many times where that's happened, and I'm so thankful that I had um, Bates track and field um, during my time at Bates because um, it really was so impactful and, um, yeah, just it meant the world to me. Awesome. Olivia, any other thoughts on your end? Um, also very similar to what Megan and Paige have said, but um, I just cannot imagine my time at Bates without track and field and without running, and I'm just really grateful that I had the opportunity mm-hmm. to compete for Bates and to be a part of such an amazing community. And I know I'll always have that and I'll always be a part of it, but I'm really going to miss just every single day at 4.15 getting to put all my academics and other stressors aside and just come and be with the team. And there are just so many times that I've just never laughed harder than when I've been with my teammates and just going on – runs through Lewiston um, with, with some of my best friends is just there hasn't been anything um, in my life I think that can compare to the Bates track and field community um, and just the family that I feel like I have become a part of and that's definitely going to be something I miss but also something that I hold on to and yeah also like Paige said I'm just really grateful for the coaches that have guided me and given me so much support in running and also outside of running and just helping me get through academic challenges and 
and get through injuries and um, all of that. Ashley, you get the last word here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, kind of to echo what everyone else has said, I'm definitely very grateful for this program. Um, I think the coaches have been incredibly supportive of who we are as athletes as well as people throughout my experience. Um, And I know I'm personally really grateful for that because I feel like it's allowed me to grow a lot as an athlete and a person in my time updates. Um, And I'm definitely very different from who I was when I came in. And I owe a lot of that to the people I've surrounded myself with, particularly on the track team. Um, And, you know, this year was a particularly special year because the team was incredibly close and there was a lot of bonds formed on this team with athletes who, you know, are going to go on to do great things after we're gone. And I think I'm personally a little heartbroken that I won't be here to watch that because we have some phenomenal athletes who are only going to grow in the next couple of years. Um, But I'm really glad that I got to train with them and got to watch a lot of them become who they are today. And, you know, like everyone else has said, I have a lot of fond memories and a lot of laughs that I've shared with people on this team that are really important to me and played a big role in me enjoying my Bates experience. So I'm just very, very grateful that I got to be part of the program to begin with. There you have it. Olivia LaMarche, Ashley Pratt, Paige Rabb, Megan Seymour. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Congrats on great careers here at Bates. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank Thank you so much. Bates women's track and field head coach Jay Hartshorn joins us this week as well to talk about how she handled the cancellation of NCAAs and what the Bates seniors mean to the program. When we took off, that's when things were starting to happen in terms of air travel. I think we all thought like, oh, this is just sort of about air travel. So once we um, get there, it'll all be fine. Um, So we got there and it, it really sort of felt like every other nationals in some ways. You know, like the venue was set. We had been there before. Um, There was a lot of people cleaning stuff at the venue. There was, like, these older, I don't know if they were volunteers that were just sort of going back and forth, cleaning, like, everything, basically. And then what was sort of odd is that we got an announcement to say, like, here's – so they had canceled the banquet, and they had um, canceled the coaches' meeting. But they sent out an email at about 4 o'clock. It's like, here's everything you would learn at the coaches' meeting. So, okay, great. This is what we need to know. This is what heat you're in. This is what is happening when you need to check in. We're at a park, like all that kind of stuff. And then, like, right after we got um, that email, there was just something on Twitter, not even to, like, teams directly, like, the rest of the championships are canceled. And they, but there was still this, like, meaning, like, ones that haven't started, have we started? Like, we're thinking about skiing, who was sort of probably on the mountain at that time, halfway through their um, championship. But then it was, like, a half an hour later, we got something that was just like, nope, you're done. And I was like, okay. Um, so we had already planned to go out for, like, a nice dinner. Um, it was probably a little nicer and a little bit longer um, because it kind of felt like a banquet at that point. And then um, we just got back to the hotel, and the NCAA travel agency was so booked that when you called them, which you have to use their travel agency, they said, like, we can't handle the amount of calls. Like, figure it out yourself, book it yourself, and we'll be- reimburse you within reason. Um, 
and it was actually super easy to get home because at that point, nobody, everyone had really sort of, I think, agreed, like, we don't want to be flying, like, across in the whole country, you know. So we really rebooked pretty cheaply, pretty quickly. Um, and then coming home, there was, like, nobody on our planes. I mean, it felt really, really empty, very, very empty. Um, the people in the airport said, like, the day before, this woman's, like, I didn't have a customer at a store, you know, until pretty a couple hours into her shift. It was like that dead. And then we um and then we found out, you know, school was going remotely and so at that point everything really felt like it picked up the pace of like, okay, this is really real real. Um so it was like it was disappointing but it it, it felt like that was our reality and, and what was happening in the whole country, and you just sort of went with it. How did the student athletes, you know, who were on the trip kind of handle it? I mean, like, that's something that's obviously kind of completely unprecedented for everybody. Yeah, I mean, I think initially, like, obviously, probably exactly how you would think they would felt, you know, like, super sad, yeah. <laughs> like, um, especially the seniors. Um, we had had a really good meet the week before, so we felt like there was a lot of really good energy. Um, so you felt like, oh, my gosh, we were just, like, so close, you know, to, like, starting this and making it happen. Um, but one thing that was weird was that teams were pulling out. So, um, like, MIT had entered and then pulled out. Amherst had entered and pulled out. Uh, so some of that was starting to happen. So it was like diluting itself a, a tiny bit. So regardless, it definitely would have felt a little bit like it had an asterisk next to it because people were sort of um, on board and then feeling like, oh, this isn't what I should be doing and, and starting to leave actually. Like they had already been at the venue and starting to leave. So it would have, it would have, felt a little bit odd, I think, anyways, to have that kind of stuff happen as we were going through the, the meet. So tell us about this group of seniors. It's maybe a, a smaller class than maybe, say, your sophomores or first-year class right now at least, but what have they meant to the program over the years here? Yeah, we have, we've had other years where we have, like, uh, 11, 12, 13, 14 seniors, so right. to only have seven feels, um, like, not a ton, but that was actually – kind of about the size they came in on so um that's not super surprising i mean we've maybe lost a few but we've gained some and um so it was never a huge class and i think one thing about when it's not a big class um that they could kind of have a little more impact because there's like fewer of them and it's like oh those are the seniors those are the seniors that kind of allowed everybody to be a leader um and that's the thing about this class is that they're all just like really, really hard workers, which I think a lot of people say about Bates athletes. I think that's actually like a Bates trait in general. You just get a lot of kids that are really hard workers. Um, and this class is sort of like no exception. They're definitely like a lead by example kind of class. I think because there were fewer of them, they ended up being pretty close. Um, and then also wanting because there wasn't a lot of them to be pretty close to other grades too, because they couldn't just be insular within their own group because there wasn't enough of them. So they kind of had to like reach out and have a lot of friends in different grades. And then Olivia LaMarche was a captain in both cross country and track and field this year. Uh, what about her leadership made her such a great fit to, to lead both those teams? 
it was interesting. You know, Olivia wasn't a recruited athlete. Um, we didn't start with a lot for this class, and she um, didn't make the soccer team at Bates and emailed me and said, like, oh, I've run 5Ks, and and I wasn't, like, I wasn't super impressed. I was like, okay, fine. And then she told me what she ran a 5K and just, like, randomly in the summer. And I was like, oh, that's actually something we can work with. <laughs> so we were like, fine, kind of come join us late. And then I said to her, oh, Olivia, um, we're going to this meet. We're going to go run in Kentucky. I really can't see taking you because, you know, you just joined the team and you're only going to be, like, two weeks into training and this whole thing. And I mean, she just was, like, so good so quickly Then all of a sudden it was like, okay, yeah, we are taking you to Kentucky. Um, and so she really had just a, an impact right away. Uh, so it's been really fun to see her, like, grow over the years. She was a really, like, a natural choice to be a leader, but it's also something I think that was, like, a goal of hers. So she had, like, a lot of her own ideas from the get-go um, and, and kind of like what kind of stuff she wanted to do and what kind of impact she wanted to make. She was super well organized. She's such a good student. So she was really, really helpful in terms of like just making sure everybody was on the same page at all times. And I think we did more sort of stuff together as a team this year than we have at least in the last handful of years. And a lot of that was, um, was definitely her impact. And then Ashley Pratt, a pole vaulter from Green, Maine, right down the road there, went to Levitt for high school. Um, what kind of impact has she had? Because I know, obviously, you have two outstanding pole vaulters who were underclassmen this year, and then Ashley, as a senior, really a strong leader, um, one of the captains as well. Yeah, so she's um, interesting. Ashley did a little bit of everything in high school. Uh, she ran cross-country. She pole vaulted. She did Nordic ski day, skiing. She was a competitive cheerleader since she was, like, teeny tiny all the way through high school. So she's, like, a really well-rounded um, young woman. But really, her best thing was pole vault. And when she came here, we actually tried her in way too many events. We're like, oh, you could do this, you could do that. And she just got a little bit beat up early. Um, and then we just kind of made her a pole vaulter. But I would say for you know, especially her sophomore year, it was a little bit of a lonely existence, <laughs> being like the only woman, the only vaulter for a woman, you know, you kind of end up um, relying on the men, which were great, and they had a good training group at that point, but it was um, really, really changing when, um, for her experience, when Lauren and Lily came in, because I think she realized, like, she just, like, needed to be a leader, and needed to, sometimes when pole vault's not going well, it's a really, really difficult event. Um, but if you want to be a leader, you you can't have those moments. You can't just be like, my practice is terrible and this isn't going well. Um, so she was always able to kind of like find a way to like make an impact um, on the team. And I think just really helped Lauren and Lily in terms of like what's going on and what's happening. And, you know, to have three women that are all like, 10, 6, and beyond at one time was really exciting for us. And then Megan Seymour, another one of the senior captains, she's someone who's obviously excelled in the classroom, all academic. She was all sportsmanship one year as well. And then this year qualified, obviously, on the relay there for NCAAs. I mean, in terms of her 
trajectory. It seems like she's really um, improved each season and, and, and capped it off this year with that strong, you know, national qualifying effort. What impressed you most about her throughout her time in base? We recruited Megan as um, this class actually had a lot of 400 hurdlers in it, but um, that was like her event was a 400 hurdler. It was 300 for her event in high school. Um, and we thought she could make an impact on our team, but not the one that she ended up making for sure. She got a lot of votes for captain. She's just like that classic, um, works really hard, leads by example kind of person. Like you could be on our team and be at practice and not necessarily know like, oh, that woman's the captain. But then when you watch practice and you see how hard she works and everything that she puts into it, it's really easy for people to kind of um, really be impacted by that. And I know that the coaches were. So that was one thing was just really nice um, when you have a kid like that who's just, like, improved the whole entire time and then, you know, gets to the point where they're, like, anchoring a relay that um, makes it to nationals is just really exciting. I think there was sort of a couple pivotal points for her. One is when she came back from abroad. Lots of times kids aren't – women aren't in super shape when they come back from abroad, but we were at their indoor stage meet. And um, Bowden got the baton in the 4x4 in front of us. And um, it was a really good athlete who had the baton. A woman had been All-American for them. And Megan went after her. Like, she really tried to, like, sort of pass her. So we sort of realized, like, oh, this woman has, like, just a really good competitive instinct. And she liked to anchor. um, And a lot of people don't. And so that was nice for us this year to have somebody that we knew we could, like, count on that, like, wasn't scared by that role because it's really important. And then the week before we had qualified um, for nationals, we were at our New England Division Three meet, and she was anchoring our relay. And she ran fine, but she went out a little hard the first lap, and we got passed by Amherst in the last, like, couple meters. Um, let me fast forward to the next weekend, and it was – going to be even more of an important race because it's pretty clear if they beat us, they were probably going to nationals. If we beat them, we were probably going to nationals. It kind of came down to that. And she got the baton in like the same situation, like a little bit in front of a woman from Amherst and she just ran a really smart race. And that second lap um, kind of like pulled away and really, um, I mean, pulled away by like tenths. you know, it's all so close. Um, but it really takes somebody that has, like, a lot of courage to kind of, like, step up into that moment. And I think on our team, she was, like, clearly the one um, out of those four women, even though she didn't always have the fastest split, she was, like, clearly the one that was going to be most dependable in that situation, which is saying a lot for somebody that um, had never really had a, a space on that relay, like, before this year. And speaking of coming back from abroad, I mean, Paige Rabb, she was abroad for a full year, and she came back and she booked her career by qualifying for NCAAs for a second time. I mean, what can you say about what she did as a senior? I mean, it seems like she's a, she had a major impact on this team with her return. Yeah, and we didn't even know she was coming back. We had actually started practice already when she approached us and said, like, she thought she was ready to return to the team. Um, so we were really excited about it, but like, uh, in our time trials, she ran really well compared to like her freshman year. We're like, all right, she was kind of 
where we think she should be, but she really hadn't trained in a pretty long time. And then I think when she was the Bobcat of the Week at some point, I listened to her interview with you, and you asked her, like, what her goal was, and she's like, oh, my goal is to make it to nationals. And I was like, what? Because <laughs> I had never <laughs> heard her, even when she did make it to nationals, like, say something like that out loud. You know, that was, like, not um, – for me, I felt like that wasn't in her personality, but it was, like, really exciting to see. And that was probably after she ran pretty well at BU the first time, and then she came back and, like, demolished our 500-meter school record, which was super exciting because, again, she was like, this is my goal, this is what I want to do. I wanted to make it to nationals in a relay. Like, and it was – I'm just super proud of her that, like, she did. And, um, you know, with that that relay, all four of those women, Amanda's more of a 100 hurdler, but she's also a very good 400 hurdler, and all four of those women are 400 hurdlers, and that was their event. So that's part of what's really hard about not having this outdoor season is for some people it's, it's like, okay, you can say, well, we had indoors the same events, I did this, I improved, I made an impact, but there are some events that are only outdoor track. So people might have been, like, with us this whole entire year and then, you know, not, like, actually gotten to Ford and Hurdle or throw the javelin or try the steeplechase or really do an event like the hammer that they're like, that's my event. Um, and that's going to be that one piece about this year that is really I'm going to hold on to is watching those kids in the 400 hurdles and especially Paige because she just looked, like, so smooth and so good the whole year and, you know, to the part that, like, other coaches would, like, compliment me. I'm like, wow, like, look how good she looks. So I just would have loved to have seen, like, what she could have done if we had put the hurdles out on the track. And we sort of joked about it as we were coming from our nationals. We are like, oh, let's have a foreign hurdle race tomorrow and, you know, like, see what happens because they were all uh, – that's what they were all doing. And maybe we would have done it, but Paige and – Megan hadn't even hurdled the whole entire year, so it would have been ridiculous, but um, fun also. And then some of the other seniors include Tacey Snow, who I'm looking at her results here, career best in the 600 at New England Indoors this season and a career best in the 800 at the Vote Invitational. So Tacey finished her career real strong, didn't she? Yeah, and she's um, she was somebody who um, never ran before Bates, did a, did a ton of sports in high school, like a ton um soccer and she's a golfer and I know for a while when we were building our women's golf team they were when they were really looking for people they were trying to get her to go um and play golf too but she just like kind of decided to do something different in college which is fun and um usually when people make that choice they are pretty committed to it because it's like new and exciting and it's a different challenge and it doesn't feel like oh, this is something I've been doing since I've been six years old, like some people on our team. So it's always really fun to have those people because you're really feeling like you're teaching again. Um, and she definitely was, like, again, super – she's a great student and a really hard worker and just, like, ultimately such a pleasant, pleasant person to be around. And she lived with um, Ashley and Megan, so that group was, like, pretty tight and pretty good friends. Excellent. And then I know um, Anish Gonzalez was a captain in cross country and was also on the track and field team. Um, so another strong leader. Tell us about what she's meant throughout her time here at Bates. Yeah, so she probably hasn't um, – she doesn't probably have too many track results when you, like, look her up. Um, she came to us – she's from California and went to high school in New Jersey um, 
and was like a little bit banged up her freshman year, um, a little bit injured, and then came back her sophomore year, and everything was going really well in cross country. And then she went out roller skating on her birthday, and she um, broke her leg so badly that she had to have like surgery here basically a couple days later. And so that was her whole entire sophomore year. And I remember thinking, like, there's no way this woman's going to come back because this is, like, kind of a year before you can really run kind of injury. Um, and so I remember asking her in the sophomore year, like, are you going to come back? She's like, yeah, I'm going to come back. And I was like, okay, great. You know, everybody, like, loves having her on the team. So um, she came back, and then her junior year was just sort of about getting, like, better and better um, and, like, sort of getting her legs back from – underneath her and that kind of stuff and she was lucky that she didn't have too many repercussions from the surgery because sometimes when you have those bones sort of the metal plates in there and stuff that can really bother you running and that didn't happen to her and she got a lot of votes for captain um, from women on our team and and when they vote they kind of have to say why and hers was all like really like leadership she's kind she's friendly she's just like someone who's great to be around um, but she's also someone that has taken on so many roles on campus. Um, she's done just like leadership with all sorts of different um, Latina groups on campus, and and there's been like so many parts of her base experience that have been really important to her. So when I talked to her in the summer, I was like, well, what are you looking for for your senior year? And she had actually given up some of those leadership spots and was really looking to be a leader in cross country and to kind of put more of herself into this. And so that was really exciting for me because her and Olivia just like knocked it out of the park between the both of them. I mean, everything I said about Olivia, I could say about Anis. And she was just like always on top of things, like a really good leader. And she ran really well this fall too, like it was by far her best um, season. And she had another really good season indoor. And it's, it's kind of an odd thing to say, but for track and cross country, it's so important lots of times to have a leader that's like not one of your best people and not always in your top seven um, because Mm. it can really help the other women on the team, like see the value of everybody on the team and not just feeling like, Oh, well, of course this person's the captain, but to have somebody that might've had to work really hard to like see improvement and, and to get like a higher place on the team was really helpful for the younger women. So I think there was a lot of people on our team that just like really looked up to her and she had a really good indoor season. And again, that's like, okay, then that's it. So we don't really know what would have happened for outdoor. Yeah. I saw that she set a personal best in the uh, 3000 meters there at the state of Maine championships so in her, her final meet. So that's pretty cool there, certainly. And then um, Talia Benz looks like she missed this season, but uh, competed at NETSAC last year. Tell us about her, another senior. Yeah, so she joined us um, during her sophomore year. She had a lot of friends who were on the team, and it was something she had, like, thought about doing. So we're like, great, come out. I mean, track and cross country are just different. (laughs) You know, that I've had three of these seven women that just sort of said, great, come out, had never done it in high school. And, again, that's what's really exciting about our sport is that sometimes these people can make a huge impact. And um, so she was one of those in her first two years, um, mostly a 400-meter runner. But at some point in high school, she had had reconstructive ankle surgery. And um, 
<laughs> running was just like did not was was not something this ankle really wanted to do. So for like the first year was sort of fine. She we just sort of like pushed through it and she had some really, really good results. Um, but sort of often injured kind of thing. And then the goal was this year was to kind of like not get her. The other years we had done indoor and by outdoor we were hurt. So we were just kind of sort of train and see what we could do for indoor um, and not compete. And then hopefully outdoor when the track's a little bit more forgiving because it's bigger and not as many corners and stuff. Um, so this was, we were hoping that outdoor was going to be more of her season than indoor, and we wouldn't have just had it end in injury again. So it sort of ended before it got started because um, how we approached the season. But she was there every day and always really helpful, really good friends with a lot of the women on the team. Um, just a really great kid. And I said to her, I like she just probably isn't meant to be a sprinter and I was like I think your post base running is actually going to be much better than trying to be in, in track and field and I think like maybe two weeks after she was home she's like oh I went on like an eight mile run today so I think she's going to run because she likes it and and it will be a lifelong sport for her but just sprinting on that ankle just wasn't um, I don't think it was meant to be Gotcha. Well, any other thoughts before we let you go here about the senior class you wanted to share we haven't discussed yet? Just, you know, we're we're really going to miss them. We were happy to have a, um, we did a team meeting on Saturday, like right before everyone left. So we did sort of what we would do at the end of the year. So that was a little bit healing. And then I'm just looking forward to, you know, if it's not early next year, at the end of next year, um, being able to like welcome them back to campus and do something with our this senior group so we can feel like we had a little bit more of an end and I know today was the day they the president came out and said like we're not gonna be able to have commencement which you know seemed obvious but wasn't really announced till today and so maybe in in that was also talking about welcoming this group back to campus. So I think everybody is looking to welcome this group back to campus because it's not just like missing your senior track season. It's just missing all that time with your friends and gala and Mount David summit and everything that sort of goes into that. So I'm just excited to like sort of see him again. Um, you know, we could see each other now through like zoom, but like it's not the same right. as like actually seeing them and putting them on campus and, really being like, thank you for being on the team and everything you put into it. That would be, you know, nice closure when that can happen, you know. And it might not be for a year, but that's fine, too. Next time on the Bates Bobcast, we'll salute our seniors from the men's track and field team, which was also one day away from competing at NCAAs. That's next time on the Bates Bobcast. Bye.